Hi everybody, it's Derek Van Otten, aka DVO, and today is actually the 17th anniversary of the horrible 9-11 events. And it was just a, a reminder that I want to put out there that I am so thankful for all of our first responders, whether it's military, fire, police, paramedic. Uh, I hope I don't miss anybody there, but you know, they ran in um when when shit was going down and and I also want to thank everyone that volunteered their time. I mean, I remember exactly the moment where I was, what I was doing when I heard about what was happening. And it was, you know, crazy times. And, and I know friends that actually joined the military because of it. And I, and I thank them. So in this episode, I sit down with Sandra Benedict. And she, she owns Raven Moon Therapies. And she, she's a, basically a shaman, a, a psychic, a healer. And she she gives us some great insight in this in this interview. I really enjoyed it. We also talked about uh, the nine eleven situation, and my brother Dale also joins in because he is currently a student of Sandra's, and it was really great to get their their ideas and their insights uh, on different areas and different aspects. and And I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did find it very enjoyable, entertaining, or maybe you you learned something. I would be so honored if you could subscribe and give give me a rating on this, uh, whatever platform you listen or watch it on. Uh, we are on YouTube. I, re- I try to record every one of my episodes and, and put it on YouTube and, and put it on many different podcast platforms. Hope you enjoy another great episode. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the DVO Show. I'm here with my brother Dale. What's up everybody? And my guest Sandra. Hi. From Raven Moon Therapies. And we are in uh, Santa Quinn, Utah right now. We're in a beautiful park. So I hope you guys get to hear the, the nature that we get to hear with the birds chirping, the wind and the breeze. And it'll be fun. So uh, Sandra is with Raven Moon Therapies. What, what is your exact title that you go by? I'm a shaman. A shaman, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have an exact title. Okay. I mean, I'm the owner. I'm the only. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but so if people ask you what you do or anything, you say, I'm a shaman? Is that no, what you say? I usually say I do alternative healing. They're, oh, I like that. receptive to that. Yeah, okay. They don't look at me like quite, quite I'm crazy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe being from this area, I guess you, yeah. you can get that. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Now, you've got some gifts, some abilities. Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and how you first came in to discover them? Okay. Well, um, I've always been different. I've always picked up on spirits. And, you know, as a child, you know, everybody thought I had imaginary friends and they weren't imaginary. Okay. Um, So I think, you know, that's something to look at when a child is um, saying they have an imaginary friend to really believe it that there is something there all right i didn't get that i was you know kind of you know told to be quiet and told to whatever and so i kind of didn't really accept my gifts until later in life um i was 17 i had a a surgery Um, i had some health issues and i died and wow when i um when i came back there was no more denying it 
It was just who who I was supposed to be on this earth, and and um, I got married shortly after and had kids, and kind of went on the back burner. But the later in life, my husband died, and he would come to me all the time. And I after would, he passed, after he passed, okay, yeah, and I would smell him, and I would, you know, all the things, and. Uh, even through the years, between those years, I would still have experiences, but kind of like not acknowledge them to the full extent. And then after he died, there was just no more. It was like I was I was really supposed to step up because um, he had severe anxiety, and my uh, son started to have anxiety, and he wanted to get on medication, and I just knew there was alternatives. To right. Uh, to that medication because it's so hazardous to your health, um, especially if you're <coughs> in a good frame of mind anyway. Yeah. So anyway, I really stepped into it then and started um, getting my grandmother, who's one of my guides, who's passed away way before I was even born, started coming to me. And, you know, when something like that happens, you kind of think, well, am I crazy? You know? Sure, yeah. And... Uh, and, and there was just no denying it, no denying it at all. And I, you know, kept thinking back to when I died and I, you know, had the experiences I had being dead and coming back. And I just knew I was here for uh, a reason. We all are, but yeah. some of us have a more kind of in your face reason. And um, so anyway, I started learning all I could to help my kids. Okay. And it just, you know, um, went from there let's go let's go back a little bit how old were you when you had this experience of, of death i was 17 17 uh -huh. and how long were you diagnosed dead minutes uh minutes okay uh, in minutes which you know we're the only ones that have that time perception sure so when i died it was for a longer period of time than just minutes what was it that you experienced then um when i died i um was taken through a like a healing chamber like a a light chamber where um, all the trauma and all the stuff from this earth was removed except for the lessons I had learned. Interesting. And then, um, you know, I believe that whatever we believe uh, here on this earth as far as a religious or non-religious belief system is what we experience when we do pass. So yeah. because my belief system was, you know, a Jesus and a God. Sure. Um, I w actually met Jesus and was um, taught by him because you know he's he, even if you don't believe he was um, he was a healer and he was okay. you might as well say a shaman but he was a healer and he was very intelligent and he wanted us to treat each other with kindness yes and so um, that was what he really um, taught me was how important kindness was and how important that all of us have special abilities. You know, we don't come here just blind and not knowing anything. We have to tune into it. We have to reconnect with wow. our divine gifts, our spiritual gifts, our, you know, whatever yeah. kind of gift you want to call it. <clears throat> we have to we have to make the effort to bring that forward. So you're saying we all have gifts? Yes, we okay. all have gifts. Very interesting. And then when your husband passed, you started you started like seeing the full body apparition of him and smelling yes, him. Yes, oh, very interesting. Yes. 
I would see him and again, you know, people thought I was crazy and people thought, you know, wow, she's really grieving. And, right. And I was really grieving. Sure. Um, but, um, you know, I, I felt his presence so much that I woke from being asleep thinking that I had dreamed his death and I could smell him. Wow. And, um, and so that was when I was really, you know, brought face to face with, okay, there's more to this world than we're led to believe. You know, the, the spirit world or another realm, it's right here with us. It's not like, you know, some far away heaven or some far away place. Yeah. It's just on another plane of existence. Okay. <clears throat> and so spirit people, spirits that have passed on, they can come back. They can, you know, they can help us. They can all of that. You know, they're yeah. not, they're not some distant place. You know. Okay. So, um, yeah. So then, you know, after he passed and my son started having a little bit of anxiety, I was, you know, like, oh my God, I can't do this again. Sure. And so I just, just got into every kind of class I could get into. I'm a, you know, a Reiki master teacher and. Uh, massage therapist and um, gosh I couldn't even tell you uh, do Ho'oponopono I, I do ab many many things so many things that you know and I just combine them all in a session with whatever I get that that person needs okay. I give them Okay. So, um, and so anyway and then my grandmother came to me several times and told me you really need to you're, you're at a point to where you really need to start teaching and I'm like oh no no I could never do that yeah no no not me yeah go go mess with somebody else you know <laughs> and so um it just didn't stop it was just like everyday's business and it was you know kind of like you know okay I'll do it and wow. then I did it and I'm like Okay, this isn't so bad. <laughs> because, so your grandma wasn't physically telling you this. Oh no, no, my she was projecting. Yes. Okay. Yes, my Interesting. Spirit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was uh, when she was on this earth. She was um, a Creek Indian. She was a shaman herself, and she's like my great, great, great grandmother, and I had not known her, not known okay. her, but um, when I was ready, she started coming to me. Wow. When I was receptive, she started coming to me, and she's, you know, like a grandma, she's pretty bossy. Okay. <laughs> and she didn't let up on me. And, That's funny. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, you know, we had a few words. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, she wouldn't stop until I did what she told me to do. So, <laughs> thank God it wasn't rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, was anyone else in your family have... Like a heightened sense of these abilities? Yes, my son Brian. Okay. Um, he's very, very um, in tuned and has a lot of abilities. And um, uh, it was when I was trying to get him, because he has a lot of more Native American on his dad's side of the family. Okay. And so I just always felt like he should, you know, pursue becoming a shaman, you know, okay. do some trainings, yeah. just see what it's about. And he was, at the time, very adamant that, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and he didn't listen to me. He said we, you know, had some words. And he says, do it yourself. You want somebody to do it? Do it yourself. And I said, okay, I will. <laughs> and so that was how. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I stopped my feet and said, okay, I will. <laughs> so what did you do then? I took a course. Um, the first course I took, 
Oh, well, I took many courses, but the first course I took was just an online course just to kind of get my feet wet. Okay. And then I, you know, found some people that I really could relate to, and I went to their trainings and just um, just hours upon hours of trainings and, um, you know, books and just everything I could get my hands on. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm still that way today. Still um, learning. Still, still learning. Still progressing. Yeah, still all of that because, you know, there's so much we don't know. And um, so that's how I spend my time is, you know, with my nose in a book and my nose on YouTube. My nose somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Where it's not supposed to be, I guess. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> so. So, and, and you notice changes, right? You start, you, you started seeing more. Yes. Okay. More. And um, I started seeing more, noticing more, just being in tuned. And I always knew once you opened that door to shamanism that there was no going back. You know, it was um, a way of life. Okay. Um, and everything, you know, would just progress. And there would be no going back to denying, let's yeah. say. Um, and so that's where I'm at now. It's just like, you know, I know everybody's not where I am and some people are more advanced than me but I can't deny what I know sure and uh, so I started teaching and I teach class ones on one and that's you know I met you and your brother through Brian yeah. and um, we've been doing classes now for a couple of months yeah um, and uh, and and I do the classes one-on-one -on -one. I find one-on-one -on -one for the shamanism works best because then I can tap into his guides and know what they want me to teach. So okay. I tap into my guides, I tap into his guides, and it's not that I'm teaching him new stuff, I'm just bringing to his remembrance, to his awareness now of things he's known all along. Right. Um, We're talking about my brother Dale. Yes, Dale. And um, he's been a, an amazing student, just really, really in tuned. And, um, I think part of the class um, is just a matter of um, giving the person the confidence and the um, the acceptance that hey, what I know is is real, and what I, my gifts are real, and you know just like I went through my whole life thinking I was crazy, you right? Know, uh, thinking there's something wrong with me because I wasn't like everybody else, and it wasn't until I did the shamanism training that I know that we're more alike than we are different sure and um you know D dale's been an amazing student he doesn't always do his homework but, uh, <laughs> nothing's changed no, nothing's changed yeah <laughs> i don't always do my homework <laughs> true confessions <laughs> and and so so, so but i do the good parts though right <laughs> so some of the so some of the background is dale Dale was really, in, Dale, if you know Dale, my brother, he's really into fishing, and he was on some forums trying to learn a different style, right? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, the Tenkara fly fishing. Yeah, and so, and so Sandra's uh, son, Brian, which she's mentioned here, he was also on some forums, and they were talking, and they found out, hey, they live near each other, Let's, they, they decided to go hang out a little bit, and we become friends. Coincidentally, Brian also was also into ghost investigating, and so me, Dale, and Brian, the three of us, have gone and done our own investigations uh, before. And, and most recently, we came to their house here in Santa Quinn, 
and that's when I just met Sandra and she was telling me a little bit about what she does and I thought this would be great for for the episode here but when I walked into the house and uh, we're, we're not filming in the house today because you are moving uh -huh. but, and that's okay but when I walked in into the living room the first thing I see were tons of crystals and stones You've got sage. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think you've got some. Brian also has some haunted uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, dolls, you could say, in the house nearby as well. What kind of tools do you like to use? Do you are you really into crystals and stones? I love crystals. I um, I like the crystals. I I um, so being a shaman, you don't have to have things in your possession. You can call upon the spirit. So if I wanted to use like rose quartz, uh, because I felt the person I was working with needed more love in their life, okay. self-love, and I wanted to call upon, if I wanted to use a rose quartz during that session and I didn't have one, I could call upon the spirit of the rose quartz, just like I could call upon the spirit of a rose, let's say. Okay. So you you're, uh, become more in touch with the spirit of things and everything's alive and everything has a spirit, whether it's alive at this moment or not, at one time it was alive. Sure. And so you can call upon the spirit of them, but yes, I do because I love them. I have a lot of crystals and a lot of essential oils and okay. sage and palo santos and all that kind of stuff. And if I have it handy, I will use it because it just feels good to hold it in your hand. Sure. And if I don't have it, then I'll call upon the spirit of it. Oh, okay. To use it like that. And oh, it, interesting. And it works, you know, basically the same. Do you have Do you have what a, a go-to that you always most most feel comfortable with? Um, I have a large piece of selenite that selenite. Okay. Um, I haven't packed away. I know where it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, that's one of my favorite things because it's uh, very uh, it clears and cleanses. Yeah. And it gets rid of all of that junk. Right. And so I will use that quite a bit. And that's uh, for people wondering, the selenite's a big, not big, but it's a it's a white, very white crystal. Almost looks like a, a rock salt almost. Yes, yes. It, it is like, um, you can't get it wet or it will um, Start to dissolve. dissolve like salt. Oh, interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's one of the most crystals you can rinse, you know, to clear them. Yeah. Um, but this one you can't, you just have to like clear it in your mind with intention. And okay. A lot of things we can do with intention, and we don't have to actually do it physically. But does the moon help cleanse them also? It does, but you know you can um, take your crystals and your stuff out underneath the full moon, and it you know cleanses it. But I, you know, in the old days I, when I had just a couple, I would do that. And yeah. I've got so many; it would take me a week to get them all out there. <laughs> a week to get them all back in. So I just do it with intention. I'm like, well, you know, the spirit. I mean, the the energy of the moon. It doesn't just hang outside, it's everywhere, you know? Okay. And so, it just does it, and so. So, speaking of the moon, let's talk about the name, why you picked this name, Raven Moon. Well, the raven is my spirit animal. Okay. Which I can help people find. So, everyone has a spirit everyone animal. Everyone has a spirit animal. Okay. Um, it's like a gift when you're born. You're born with a spirit animal that helps you. You, you can draw upon the characteristics of this animal. Um, so the raven uh, has always been in my life and I never thought much about it until my husband died and it got in my face. Um, but the raven is, you know, it was even here today when we were doing class, you know, you saw it fly Yeah, er earlier today, uh, so Dale and Sandra have been kind of working with each other. Dale has the potential for, for some very strong abilities. He's, he's not really um, tuned in yet, but that's what he's working on. That's the point of the class. He's working on tuning those in. And so they get together every every once a week. 
and I, they let me tag along. It was a very cool um, procedure to kind of watch. And so we already had a little bit of class today, and now we're now we're doing this interview. So that was very, yeah, that was very interesting. So yeah, during during the during their class, yeah, a raven started squawking and then flew overhead. Yes, and so um, yeah, so that's that's always you know I will see the raven wherever, and then the moon. I I've always loved the moon, uh, but the moon, um, you know, the the new moon. It's a time for new beginning and setting intentions and setting goals. So I try to, you know, be aware of the, si the phases of the moon. And then the full moon is a time to release and, you know, to forgive and to let things go so that we can make room for the new stuff. And so uh, sometimes I'll have ceremonies and, you know, really do it ceremony with the ceremony. And sometimes okay. I just do it just in, you know, with the intention. Okay. Um, I've had, you know, ceremonies in this park with people um, during a full moon or new moon. And so I'm just really drawn to the moon. Um, you know, it, 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 having worked on a suicide and crisis line and an ambulance and all this kind of stuff, you can really see how it affects the full moon, how it affects people. Sure. It's like, you know, the emergency rooms get busy. The yeah. Suicide, you never wanted to work the suicide and crisis line on a full moon because you would just be swamped. Wow. And it really does affect people in that way. And so we have to learn how to harness it okay. and use it for, you know, things like forgiveness and letting things go, things that are, you know, healthy for us and us, you know, um, being crazed out by it. So yeah. The moon is really powerful. And so, you know, just one day I decided that would be the name. <laughs> okay. I, I like it. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that the... I mean, when I think of the moon, I think of the gravitational pull on exactly. the on the ocean waves. That but you're saying it's that's like a sliver, maybe of yeah. Well, you know, our bodies are mostly water, so yes. it has the pull on our oh, good us, point. Yeah, just like it has on the ocean. Oh, good point. And so we are very affected by the phases of the moon. I don't think there's enough, you know. And if you do magic, you do it under certain phases of the moon. Um, okay, it's more powerful to do magic if you're inclined to do things like that or pray or whatever you know yeah it's just i don't know the, the more powerful you feel when you're doing things like that where it be prayer or magic or setting intentions or whatever the more powerful they'll be you know yeah so um yeah so anyway I think it's, it's so fascinating so would you say you also have some psychic abilities then as well um, yeah because you you don't you don't just do appointments, you know, either at your house or in the park, but you also do them over the phone. I heard you say. I do. I do them over the phone, and um, I do some psychic life coaching where you know um, I can help the person get through whatever they're going through at the moment because I can give them a little bit of information about what's going to happen in the future if they keep going down this path or they go down a different path, and just kind of oh, okay. guide them, you know, because I can see things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's helpful for people. Uh, I do mostly, um, you know, soul retrieval. I've worked a lot with drug addicts. Oh, uh, interesting. And drug rehab. Okay. And um, I do a lot of soul retrieval because any time in life where we 
have experienced trauma and everybody's got their own definition of trauma you know what's sure. trauma for you may not be trauma for me because of my life experiences that's true but um you could still have soul loss over it so our okay. soul will fragment off and a therapist was would call that disassociation okay and um we're really it's soul loss and a shaman can um, travel a journey and find the fragments of the soul, bring them back and make that person feel more whole, more grounded, more all of that. And um, so I do that a lot. I help people find their spirit animal that helps them connect with the characteristics of that animal being strong and confident. And like say for an example, if it's an eagle, um, the eagle always flies above the storm. Yeah. So, you know, you, you think, okay, well, I'm not going to get caught up in this drama that's around me. I'm ah. going to be big enough to, you know, to go above it. Yeah. To above it. So, things like that, is, it's very helpful. Um, what else do I do, Dale? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's uh, Reiki? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, today, we did, um, we helped uh, some spirits cross over. Um, Derek had the wise idea that we would do 9-11 since it's... Today is September 11th. 17 years. Yeah, 17, 17 year anniversary. Ago, we couldn't think of anything. And he pipes up and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a little uh, much. Yeah, so we, we all try to do a group uh, meditation yeah. where we would try to put ourselves not during 9-11, but at the location, the current location. The monument. The monument, yes. Yeah. And see if there was something or someone or someones that may want to be kind of crossed over. And um, they both had experiences. Uh, I mean, let's talk about, I, now me personally, I was very in tune to it and I was uh, very relaxed during it. I didn't see anything, however. Uh, but Dale and Sandra both did. I don't know if you guys both want to kind of share what you envisioned today. Okay, so I first saw, like there was a lady waiting for me in a, in a red business suit. Okay. And then behind her, there was another tall blonde guy in a blue in a blue suit and both of them wanted to be crossed over and after those two then I seen a lady with her child a small child maybe around four or five okay and they came along uh, also wanting to be crossed over so after after all of them then and this was all a guided meditation too so as Sandra was talking about things, I was seeing things and doing things and kind of doing things on my own. And like when I was bringing the light for them to cross over with, I, I grabbed the sun and brought the sun down as the light for them to cross over into. And Oop. going through that chamber of the cleansing chamber, it almost seemed like they left the sun and went through, came out of it and just and kind of dissipated, but they left as a white, um, energy matter just kind of stringy balls of uh, matter just kind of exiting out and, and, and leaving interesting um, and then when they were done I, I grabbed the Sun the, the light and set it back in the sky and then as I was uh, kind of walking away from that there was another guy kind of waving me down to, to also be crossover it was this uh, black dude in a tan suit okay and and when I was interacting with the first four people that I was trying to help, we were just kind of mentally knowing what each other was saying and doing. They kind of interesting. The woman kind of showed me her her way of dying was she was which woman? The woman in in the red dress. The first woman you the saw. The first woman, 
and it was almost like she was crumbled down on, like she was in the building as it collapsed. Oh, wow. And the guy, the taller guy behind her with the blonde hair, he kind of showed me like he jumped out of the window. Wow. But I didn't see the woman with the child. I don't know if they just didn't want to tell me or I just didn't want to know, but that wasn't never communicated okay. to Okay. And then the guy, the last guy that came up running to me, he, he was kind of waving me down. Him, like he was like talking, like his mouth was moving and he was kind of talking. And uh, he was grateful that I was uh, opening the light for him again. And he kind of got into it like it was a car, the way he kind of got it into it sideways and then like was sitting down as if he was getting in a oh, car. Oh, interesting. Wherein the other people, they kind of walked into it. This guy kind of sat down as if he was getting in a car. And then same thing happened with him. And I grabbed the light, or the sun, and put it back in the sky. So that's what that's what I saw when I was there. Now, when they, when when we say crossover, what, what does that mean to you guys? Where, where are they going? Where are they crossing from and to? Just to another realm, to the spirit world, as people will call it. Okay. Or just to another realm of existence. Um, and it's not, like I said before, it's not a, a faraway place. It's just another dimension of this um, this reality we live in. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So my um, my um, what happened when I was doing the um, the guided meditation, and I'll usually do a guided meditation to help uh, either my client or my student relax so that they can get where they need to be. Uh -huh. And so we went to the monument for, you know, the Twin Towers, and I kept feeling children, and I kept arguing with myself, well, there were no children there. It was a, an office building. Right. And then I so I'm like, no, no, that can't be right. And so I'm continuing because it's Dell's um, class. I, you know, continue helping him. And then when we come back and we're talking, I said, you know, I felt the presence of children and I couldn't make sense out of that. And then Dell says, well, there was a daycare there. And I'm thought, oh, so that's when you need to go with what you feel and not discount what you feel and not let somebody else talk you out of it when you're getting... Uh, you That's know information point. on spirits and so later today I will go back and I will help those any of those children that need to cross over I will help them and I've asked Dell you know to go ahead and go back too, just to make sure um, I just googled it so that there were eight children that died oh okay well wow. I don't watch the news so <laughs> I avoid the news <laughs> plus hard to remember you know seven eight years ago no, 17 years so, ago. 17 that's what I meant yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's been yeah. so it's been so long. But I could hear them and I knew they were there and I could feel their presence and I'm just like, oh. That's and you wanted to doubt that, but then I, yeah, because you, you know I'm human. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, that couldn't be. And then I was like, well, I'll just wait till later and see if there's something else going on in the area that had to do with children at another time. Yeah. But then he told me that there was a daycare and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're human. We doubt ourselves, even, you know, with as much experience as I've had. Sometimes I, you know, I talk to myself and I'm like, that couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now, now we've talked about that, the anniversary of 9-11, I actually, I remember exactly what I was doing, where... I was everything. You guys, you guys remember all that yes, too? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I was actually in college at the time, and I remember waking up and every morning I would turn the TV on, uh, just as background noise while I got ready to go to my 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 first classes, and I remember kind of seeing it. They were just t talking about it, 
And I was like, what the hell's going on? And then the, and then right then the second plane hit the next twin tower. That was very and, scary. And it, it, was, it was, it was, it was crazy. And I remember at the time, my cell phone at the time had a FM radio built in. It was like a Motorola. And um, <laughs> I, I went to class. I remember I'm just listening to the radio the whole time. And even the t our professor, he didn't even have class. We just were watching the news. It was it was, it was crazy. I was, I was hooked. I was, I was hooked to the TV for the two or three days straight. It was unbelievable is what it was. It was unbelievable and so tragic. And that's when you brought it up today. I'm like, no! <laughs> I know. It was, and it was almost like I forgot you guys were talking about finding a, a um, dramatic or horrific tragedy. tragedy yeah. And you guys were, you couldn't pinpoint a certain one. And I just thought, came to my mind. Oh, it's 9-11 today. <laughs> yeah, then I wanted to punch you. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, we, then we rolled with it. Yeah. So what, what I want to do is, is real quick, uh, Sandra, you, you were talking for clients or students. So you, you accept people to contact you, that they need some guidance in something, they need some cleansing, they need something, they come to you. Or if someone like Dale is trying to get more in tune with maybe this gift or ability that they already kind of see potential and they want to increase that, they can contact you too. What's the Correct. best way for them to either follow you on social medias or contact uh, well, you? I'm on Facebook. Okay. Uh, either Sandra Benedict or Raven Moon Therapies. Um, I would like to quickly say, you know, it's um, Suicide Prevention Month. Oh, okay. It was Suicide Prevention Day. Um, and I work a lot with um, spirits that have ended their lives by suicide and or drug abuse and a uh, drug overdose and um, I think it's important one of the things that I am really want to help with is the grieving side uh, grieving process okay um, I experienced that myself and it was horrific and it was just yeah. you know I had not, nobody to turn to I did start doing Reiki and my Reiki teacher she did a lot of sessions with me and that helped um, but now that I'm further along in my trainings, you know, I can, you know, help um, get you in touch with the person that's passed, uh, the spirit of that person, oh, okay. and um, let you know what's going on with them and all of that. And I just think it's very, very helpful. Um, it, it's just unbelievable how many people, you know, people that die from suicide, they're not, tr they're not necessarily trying to kill themselves as they are trying to stop the pain they're going through be that physical or mental and i That's think so if, true if we understand that we have a better understanding of the whole situation you know that they find themselves in um and i so you know whether you're thinking about it or you've had a loved one that's committed suicide or died from a drug overdose you know there is help um there is help that, thanks for bringing that to light you know, that's very interesting that concept, you know, they, you're right. You know, they're not intentionally, I guess, trying to really die. They're just trying to escape yes. from whatever it is yes. that's ailing them. And that's what, you know, why people turn to drugs, too, to self-medicate. Yeah, good point. You know, because maybe they've tried or sometimes they're, you know, they go to a doctor for pain and they get pain pills or opiates and they get addicted and then they can't get it and they turn to street drugs. So, you know... We, like I said before, we're all more alike than we are different. And, you know, one of the things that I learned when I died was that we really need to show compassion. Yes. And we need to show love and kindness and all those wonderful things that there's just not enough of. It's funny you mentioned that just today I posted something about kindness a little bit earlier today uh -huh. on, my, on my social medias. 
And what I want to do now for the next little moment, I want to be an open book a little bit. And uh, which is kind of scary, but but uh, for my podcast and YouTube channel, which I'm recording both for, um, I'm gonna let Sandra and if maybe Dale wants to chime in, he can feel free to, to maybe do somewhat of a reading on me a little bit. We were just kind of talking before we hit the record button buttons. Um, you know, she was already kind of pinpointing a little bit of things on me. I was kind of mentioning how I wonder. I'm so strong-minded. I wonder if I maybe block things out unintentionally. And I wonder if I have, you know, guides guiding me through this world. And, and now that what you just mentioned about that, I actually had a friend I've been thinking about uh, last month was the 14th anniversary of his suicide. And a few weeks ago, I posted that on my social media as well. I've been kind of thinking about him lately. And now that you said that, it just kind of jumped to my mind. Uh, so I don't know where do you, where do you want to take this, Sandra? We were kind of talking. I was, I was we were talking a little bit, like I said before, we hit record that maybe. I'm too strong-minded and I block things out. Yeah. Am I like that? Do you read that yes, from me? <laughs> I, I read that from you, but I feel your energy is really tight. Okay. Um, really, you're wound really tight. Yeah, maybe that's why I can't sleep at night. <laughs> yes, yes, you're wound really tight. Um, you're very analytical. I am. Um, you know, it's not that you can't believe in something that's, you know, not scientifically proved, but you like your facts. I, yes, I do. Um, you like your calendar, your facts. You're very, um, you know, you're very scheduled. Scheduled. Yes, I am very organized. Yes, and so I would challenge you to try to okay. do something that's not scheduled. Okay. That's spontaneous. That is, you know, even relaxing and just something outside of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is very walls you know what I mean yeah walls. so I want you to step outside those walls this coming week and you can message me and tell me how it goes okay tell me when you're gonna do it tell me what you're gonna do and you know on Facebook Messenger I'm on there if you guys have any questions you can message me on there but um, I'm pretty good about answering pretty quick uh, so you know kind of step outside of that okay you know not because there's anything wrong with you because there's not sure but just to get in tune with yourself a little more the real you yeah because you've been we we come into this world you know as these innocent babies and we're programmed even before we're born because we can hear what's going on you know in in the womb we can know what's yes. going on we can pick up the energy we can you know so we the programming really starts when we're in the womb and then it continues you know a lot of us are you know programmed to believe in certain religions and certain political views and whatever you know by school and by church and even by, mostly by our families and so um although you and dale are brothers you're very different sure yeah <laughs> and so somewhere along the way you decided that you know you were going to stay in the safe zone Okay. You know, you were going to have everything planned out so that you know exactly what to expect uh -huh. and what's going on. And so, step outside of your comfort zone. And we should all do this. Sure, yeah. You know, we should all step outside of our comfort zone to experience life to the fullest. So, put down your planner. Okay, you know, yeah. And do something different. If it says, you know, you're going to eat dinner at 6 o'clock, don't. 
know, it's that easy. <laughs> okay. Not, you know, yeah. they kill you the first time. <laughs> and your wife may go like, what is going on? <laughs> but, you know, try try doing things a little different, you know, because if we always do things the same way, what is it the saying? If we always do things the same way, we'll always get the same, same results. results. Yes. So we can just start little by little. You know, stepping out of our comfort zone and doing things a little different. And me, I, I should be scheduling things because I schedule nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll spend the day as uh, Derek and he can spend the day as Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know what it is? Scary <laughs> for you. <laughs> and it's funny you say that because I feel like I'm, I'm so... I'm so go, go, go. I'm a road warrior. I'm always on the road. I'm, I'm doing appointments. I'm doing interviews. I'm doing everything and, I, and, I, and I'm in the city a lot and I'm in traffic a lot and, and I've been thinking you know what I need to get a break and I need to go up to the mountains yes I feel like I need those negative ions I need yes, the, I need to kind of get out of the the toxic air race. of the Salt Lake Valley yeah. and the rat race and just go up to the mountains maybe go on a little hike and just kind of calm down or sit by a lake or something and yeah. just just sit. Turn my phone off. Do nothing. Yeah, I want to turn my phone off. <laughs> sit, do nothing. And notice nature around you. Notice the yeah. beauty, you know, and feel the energy, you know, because, you know, although you're wound pretty tight, if you give yourself a chance, you can feel the energy around you. You can feel the spirit of the trees that surround you, the earth. You know what I mean? Sure. You can lay in the grass and you can feel grounded by the earth, the energy of the earth and connected. And we all need to be doing that, not just you. I'm not, I'm not giving you a hard time, but... Um, you know, we all need to take a break, break from the rat race, from the daily grind. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's very stressful and it's very, um, you know, it's not healthy at all. It's true. So. Yeah, it's good to take a break once in a while and just. It is. So. Let your body get yeah. aligned again or, exactly. or whatever it is. But, now, but you have a very good heart. You have a very good soul. Oh, and thank you're you. You're just, um, you know, you're a genuine person. But you are really tight. Yeah. Very analytical, and there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people are that way. Uh -huh. It's just their personality type. It's just their, you know, the way they were programmed. And, and it's funny how two brothers can be raised exactly the same way and be so different. Yeah. Because he's a little and crazy. At the yeah. same, and be the same at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So different and so similar. Yes. We do. We have so many similarities, I so know. many differences. Yes. It is funny. But that, maybe that's what makes us get along so well, too. Yes. You know, because my brother is my best friend, and so... Yeah. Maybe that's what makes us get along so well. Yeah. You guys have a very good relationship. He's scheduled and I live my life a quarter mile at a time. How about that? You know, you were talking about the uh, societal awareness. Is that something we could maybe try to do? Get in tune with, with my friend or... You know, when I saw you posted it on Facebook. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, and I did get in touch with, I did kind of feel his presence that day. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if it's something we can do on on camera. Okay. Oh, interesting. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not, one, I'm not like that person. Okay. Okay. I'm just not. Yeah. I, I can talk easily and I can do that easily, but uh, I don't know, it's, um, it's sacred for me. Oh, know? that makes as, sense. As, I like that. You know, it's sacred. Yeah. It's not something I do just to show. Okay. Um, 
But if you would like to do it, you know, one-on-one -on -one with me, I would yeah. love to do that. Although okay. I told you earlier you were so rigid I didn't want to. <laughs> I'll give you another chance. Yeah, relax first. Yeah. Learn to relax. <laughs> no, no you, you, you gave Dale a task that I didn't know, and it was for Dale to try to find, um, you know, close, close uh, to him, people to him, their spirit guy, their spirit animal. Uh, their power animal. Their power animal. And so, so Dale, Dale kind of, I didn't know, right? He, he kind of was trying to tune into something with me. Found an animal I know he told you about. Did you kind of grab that too? I did. I could see that about you because, you know. Uh, you want to tell him what it is, Dale? A cheetah. Yeah. Because I'm very quick. Yes. <laughs> always going. Always I am. I am always going. Always and I didn't understand it. I yeah. I just seen that, and that's yeah. what I brought to the table. But uh, still, a very powerful animal. Oh sure. And a very beautiful animal. And yeah. Very, you know, just very health conscious, very sleek, very, you know, all of that. Yeah. Very confident, very, you know, just a really beautiful animal. I could definitely see that, especially with the movement part, because you know the cheetah's quick and always yeah. moving kind of thing, and you know, um, yeah, very much. Rings true. Okay, that's that's very interesting. That's very interesting. I think I, I'm I'm very interested in that now. I want to kind of research yeah. a little bit more on my own about that and what that could mean and Dale, for me. Um, Dale's is uh, the Komodo dragon. Yeah, the Komodo dragon. And uh, first I thought it was just a dragon, and then as I you know kind of got more information, I got the Komodo dragon. In fact, I in class that day when we did it I said dragon and then later I think I texted you or messaged you and said yeah. oh it's a Komodo dragon mm -hmm. and uh, yeah well, so interesting it was some type of dragon you couldn't figure it out but it was uh, in the water yeah you're saying it had to do with water and then when you realize the Komodo dragon it dawned on me well they are they're on an island the Komodo uh -huh. Island and it's surrounded by water yeah. and they're in the water and out of the water yeah so that it, it Kind of, and also very cool. a powerful animal, and also. And you said you saw mine as breathing fire. Yes, yes, yes. That was pretty cool. So that was his element. You know, we all mm -hmm. we all have like um, you know an animal. I believe we all have a, have an animal. We all have like a, a lucky number. We all have an element. We have uh, you know just just different things that we we more relate to. Okay. So um, his was fire. In fact, I encouraged him to go and do a fire meditation. Is where you, you know, you light a, you have a fire, or you light a candle, and you kind of zone into that flame. And yeah. you know, you meditate that way. There's so many different ways to meditate, but because of his element um, being fire, you know, um, and sometimes people will have more than one element. Okay. That's powerful for them. Very so cool. there's so many things in this world that we just, um, you know, because we're so busy and we're so preoccupied with work and family and, you know, making a living and all of that and just kind of sometimes surviving that we don't notice, you know, that, yeah. you know, that all the other things that are around us that are there to help us, you know. So true. I don't think anything on this earth, well, that's nature put it like that was not for our health and our our peace of mind and our yeah. benefit you know to help us do you think um maybe some type of i don't know if i want to say narcotic but maybe 
you know, a lot of people have said that they use marijuana or, or mushrooms to maybe help elevate those uh, abilities or senses or maybe even the opening of the mind. Do you, do you believe in that as well? Well, I do. I mean, you have to do what works for you. Me personally, I don't do, I don't use anything. I use meditation and prayer and things like that. Um, but I do know that, you know, the um, shamans of old, they would use, you know, uh, different herbs, herbs and um, who's fungus. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. You know, to get them at a place, you know, it would be part of their rituals. Okay. And so, you know, uh, a person has to use what's what works for them. Okay. Um, I am a big believer in medical marijuana and even recreational marijuana, if that's your choice. Okay. Um, other drugs I struggle with more because of uh, even prescription drugs because of the addiction. Yes. And so, um, you know, alcohol, all of that, you know. Yeah, okay. I think we just have to be very clear on how far we take it and how often we use it and you know keep a hold on so that we don't become addicted because anybody can be yes you know, yeah anybody can be it's not like you have an addictive personality if you're given a prescription for opiates or for pain and you take it for a period of time your body is going to be addicted yeah it has nothing to do with your personality sorry it doesn't right it has to be with you know it is what it is and so yes I, I'm I'm just one that's very um, leery of uh, using a substance. Okay. But I, I don't judge people that do, and I don't, you know, say you shouldn't. I, you know, I just want people to be aware that, you know, once you go uh, past a certain point, yeah. it's harder to come back from. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I appreciate your time, Sandra, and and letting me talk to you and kind of pick your brains. But it's been very enlightening and very. Uh, informational for me. I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. Spending the last few hours uh, here today with you and Dale here at the park has been it's been really fun. Anything else you want to say before we close out? No, um, just I hope everybody has a great day and remember to be kind to each other and that remember that we're more alike than we are different and you know just you know love love one another. So true, so true. Hey, thanks, Sandra, for, for uh, coming in today. I'm going to put Sandra's information in the description here where you can reach out to her. Um, I think it will be great if you even if you know somebody that has maybe some type of potential abilities. They, they should reach out to her or she was even saying, you know, addictions or things like that to kind of help recover your soul. You know, someone that maybe needs that guidance. Feel free to reach out to her, guys. Hey, thanks for watching and uh, or listening to another episode of the DVO Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.